This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, July 22nd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Yamley. Donald Trump launched his general election campaign last night by declaring he'll be the voice for economically struggling Americans, and he promised that trade policy will be a signature issue for him all the way to Election Day. In an acceptance speech that went on for well over an hour, Trump promised what he called a new fair trade policy, and he said that under his administration, Americanism, not globalism, will be our credo. Trump didn't offer any new details on how he would improve U.S. trade agreements. What was notable was the extended attention he gave to the issue. He laid out a list of failings by Hillary Clinton and her husband before her that included support for China's entrance into the WTO, the North American Free Trade Agreement, which Trump said was one of the worst economic deals ever made, and the job-killing trade agreement with South Korea. Trump promised to renegotiate NAFTA and repeated his promise not to sign multilateral trade agreements. He said that the Trans-Pacific Partnership would not only destroy our manufacturing, but it would make America subject to the rulings of foreign governments, and he said it's not going to happen. Trump also reiterated his promise to crack down on illegal immigration, but he made no mention of his previous threat to deport those in the country. Trump said that he would be considerate and compassionate to everyone. Trump said that Clinton, by contrast, would bring mass amnesty, mass immigration, and mass lawlessness. Clinton has promised not to deport any illegal immigrants who aren't criminals or terrorists. Trump also promised to reduce over-regulation very, very quickly, but he didn't mention any specific rules. Trump farm team leaders defend trade attacks. Former Nebraska Governor Dave Heineman, who is assisting with the Trump campaign's outreach to agribusiness, and Charles W. Herbster, who is chairman of Trump's newly formed Agriculture Advisory Council, sat down for an interview with AgriPulse yesterday near the convention site and talked about the nominee's agriculture and trade policy. Heineman says agribusiness leaders need to understand that Trump wants to make sure that trade deals are fair for all sectors of the economy, not just farmers. Heinemann said, talk to governors of large industrial states and they will tell you that while ag was favored in trade relations in these trade deals, the manufacturing sector and other sectors of the economy weren't. Heinemann went on and said, Trump will continue to favor trade that promotes agriculture, but we want to make sure the other industries that are a part of our economy, they are critical to the growth of America, are also treated favorably. Want to say on the farm bill? Get on board with Trump. Herbster has a pretty direct message for agribusiness leaders who want to have an influence on Trump's approach to farm policy in the next farm bill. Join the Trump team. Herbster said one of the reasons we're putting this group together is so we can get good guidance and good leadership on the farm bill. Rural vote can have an amazing impact on swing states. Herbster, who first met Trump about 10 years ago, said he's encouraged by what he says was an outpouring of rural interest in the Trump campaign in just the first 24 hours after he announced the Aggies for Trump effort on Wednesday. A special note about the advisory council was put on the website for Herbster Angus Farms had 31,000 hits, he said. Herbster said that Trump must carry all of the states that Mitt Romney carried, plus Pennsylvania and Ohio, as well as Florida and that the rural and small-town vote can have an amazing impact. 
Trump meeting with ag leaders recounted. Trump's outreach to agriculture didn't start with work on the Farm Advisory Council. Ray Weston, who represents Florida, Texas, and Hawaii sugarcane growers, says he took part in a two-hour meeting with Trump in New York on June 9th. The meeting included 10 leaders from 10 different industry sectors. The ag group included several farmers, including a dairy producer and wheat grower, Weston said. Weston, who was in Cleveland for a portion of the GOP convention, described Trump as very attentive and said he asked very good questions. He was on point and serious and never stood up and took a break in two hours. Weston laid out concerns at the meeting about foreign subsidies and about government intervention in the sugar market. Those concerns would no doubt fit well with Trump's trade message. Spotted at the RNC, House Agriculture Chairman Mike Conaway, Republican of Texas, and of the IP box. Voters pessimistic in rural America as well as urban America. Pollster Frank Luntz warned Iowa delegates yesterday that voter pessimism plagues rural areas as well as the cities. 44% of Americans, quote, think the best of America is behind us. And even more bothering, he said, 54% think their children and the next generation will have it worse than they do. In Iowa, Luntz said voters think the state's fine, but they think the future for their kids in the country is particularly negative. That has to do with the fact that you have such a high percentage in the farming community who are very afraid of what's going on. Here's today's He Said It. I have visited the laid-off factory workers and the communities crushed by our horrible and unfair trade deals. These are people who work hard but no longer have a voice. I am your voice. Those are the words of Republican presidential nominee Donald Trump. Well, that is Daybreak for this Friday, July 22nd. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.